3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: We're back on SportsGrid with our 2021 Fantasy Football Awards show here on Fantasy Sports today. I'm Craig Mish, along with Davis Maddock, and coming up in about 10 minutes from now our very own Matt Stryker will join us we'll go through the fantasy MVP at wide receiver the biggest surprise the biggest disappointment we'll also do the same with our buddy George Kurtz as we go over the tight end position and then you'll want to stay tuned about 30 minutes from now because Davis and I are going to go through the first two rounds of the potential 2022 fantasy football best ball draft so davis earlier in the show if people are just joining us we gave out the awards for all first team fantasy football players at quarterback running back wide receiver and tight end and now it's time to take a look at the second team all fantasy football and i think earlier in the show you made some decent points here because i think a couple of these players could have been first team players too
5: yeah you are you are certainly correct so josh allen was the highest scoring quarterback this year 417 fantasy points in 17 games didn't miss any games that was 20 points more than justin herbert 30 points more than tom brady patrick mahomes despite having a bad season got pretty close as well I honestly am surprised to see that Najee Harris scored 226 fantasy points, and I guess it's because he really just sort of grinded his way there. It's not like there uh, – he did have – remember he had that 14 reception game uh, early on in the season, but there weren't that many huge spike weeks. Najee probably won't be a guy I'm super interested in in fantasy next year, but uh, no denying that he did have a good rookie season. And then so the sort of the opposite for Joe Mixon – He had loads of games with under 10, 15 fantasy points. And really what it came down for Mixon was games where he was targeted five or more times. He averaged over 20 fantasy points, you know, basically becoming Jonathan Taylor when he got targeted. But he ended the year with a bunch of 13 carry for 45-yard games as they started throwing it even more to T and to Chase. The aforementioned Debo Samuel, absolutely phenomenal season from him. 262 uh, standard points. You know, I mean, that is just unbelievable. Uh, 339 PPR points. Great season. Justin Jefferson, 330 PPR points in 17 games. That was 30 points more than Jamar Chase, who was in fifth. 40 more points than Tyreek Hill, who was in sixth. So great seasons from those guys. And then... Travis Kelsey, who played in 16 games, did miss one game on the COVID list, 262 PPR points. We, we uh, covered Mark Andrews back at the top of the first hour, 301 PPR mm-hmm. points. That Craig, that would have made him the sixth highest scoring wide receiver in fantasy. Unbelievable season for Mark Andrews in what was sort of a bad year for the Ravens.
4: Yeah. And and look, played well with uh, with Lamar Jackson, played well with his uh, backup. And look, we'll certainly have to see which direction the Ravens go. They made some, of course, changes to their team in the offseason, no doubt. All right. So let's let's dive a little bit deeper into a couple of players here on the on the second team, all FST. I suppose if I had to ask you the question and I know that you're biased here in this one, but let's remove Tom Brady from the equation and uh, you and you're looking at you know let's say a quarterback in a 12-team league and we're going to go over this a little bit later but you know quarterbacks aren't really a factor usually in the first two rounds of fantasy football are, are, are you taking josh allen or are you taking patrick mahomes who makes basically if we had a 13 all 13 davis he'd be on it right like that's probably where he'd be
5: so you're you're probably expecting me to say patrick mahomes but the fact is Mahomes, he doesn't run in the regular season. Now, when it comes to be the postseason, when it's time, when the games really matter, when you got to lay it all on the line, Mahomes is ready to scamper around. Uh, but Josh Allen, every year of his career, uh, and of course, welcome to everyone on radio here on Sports Grid, Davis Maddock and Craig Mish with you in our 2021 Fantasy Football Recap Special. Uh, so the last three years of Josh Allen's career, 109 rushes, 9 touchdowns, 102 rushes, eight touchdowns. 122 rushes, six rushing touchdowns. I mean, look, I I love Mahomes. That's my guy. If he wanted to run for 400 yards and five touchdowns a year, he absolutely could. They don't want him to do that. Uh, it actually goes back to when he got. Remember when he got injured on the quarterback sneak mm-hmm. against the Denver Broncos? Pretty much ever since that moment, they've said, "All right, you, you're you're not going to run in the regular season. Uh, you in the postseason, you can do it." So. I, I, It feels crazy considering that Mahomes is maybe the best passer we'll ever see, but I do think Josh Allen is the number one quarterback in fantasy.
4: It also uh, helps Josh Allen quite a bit. And also, look, let, let's be honest. He's very talented. He's probably one of the top two or three quarterbacks in the NFL also. But we have a thing in fantasy that is called recency bias. Prisoner of the moment. We're always there. And when we start our best ball drafts and when we start our season-long drafts in the summer, what is the last image of Josh Allen? It is throwing a touchdown to Gabriel Davis to uh, what, what it would appear to be a game-winning touchdown for the Buffalo Bills. Allen basically ended his 2021, I suppose, slash 2022 season on the highest of highs. Could do nothing, no wrong there in that game, that classic game that we saw against the kansas city Chiefs, so certainly something to think about we'll talk about that and the future a little bit later right here on our special but coming up next matt striker is going to join us we're going to go over the top fantasy football wide receiver in 2021 the biggest disappointment in 2021 and also take a look at some players who may have surprised us a little bit based on their average draft position this is our award show here on fantasy sports today thanks for tuning in as we will be right back with plenty more here on our show on SportsGrid. Don't go away.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
6: You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of Unlimited Intro for a year when they buy one Unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw
4: 2021 Fantasy Football Awards show here on Sports Grid rolls on. Thanks for watching us today. In our first hour of the show, we went over the running back position. And we went over the quarterback position, but of course, fantasy football is now dominated by the wide receiver position and our most dominating host here on Sports Grid has got to be Matt Striker. So we thought we would check in with Matt and he'll give away some awards with us here on the show here in 2021. What an honor it is to have Matt Stryker. I don't know if we have enough belts to give out today, Matt, like a championship belt, intercontinental belt. Like I'm trying to figure out all of the awards that we could give. I guess we'll just keep it simple.
7: (laughs) In the words of Vince McMahon, damn it, belts hold up pants. They're called titles. But uh, all kidding aside, this has been a great season. Uh, for me to get to work with you and Joe it's been a lot of fun I think it's been a fun fantasy football season because I think a lot of new players have come and that's the thing that I enjoy the most is hearing from the new players hearing the feedback and watching them get better
4: yeah and uh, and and look you and I have, have talked about it all season long when we're doing daily fantasy receiver always seems to be the position feels like we're heading into a transition season in 2022 drafts which we'll talk about of course at a later date, but that would be based on the performances, Matt, of 2021. So, our first award here on the show, Best Fantasy Football Wide Receiver in 2021. Matt Stryker, who does the award go to?
7: The Best Fantasy Football Wide Receiver for 2021 is indeed Cooper Cup. And for anyone that has watched the season progress, they understand why. Not only the target share, not only the volume, not only the receptions and the touchdowns, but also the ability to make players around him better. Understand that the Rams wide receiver too, in essence, went away. What would that do? Would teams be able to focus more on Cup? Well, it allowed Van Jefferson and other players to create opportunity. And that to me is the bigger picture. The obvious answer is Cup, but for reasons that go beyond the numbers, how it makes everyone better, And everyone fantasy viable, wagering viable that are around him in his sphere of influence, much like you, Craig.
4: (laughs) Well, I don't know if I'm a top three pick in uh, sports grid fantasy, but there's no doubt that Cooper Cup is going to be in that conversation in 2022 all right so our first award given by matt striker at the wide receiver position best fantasy football wide receiver hands down matt is right it's got to be cooper Cup. i don't even know that i have a second place all right now this is subject to opinion so matt let's give out award number two to the wide receiver position this is going to be the best draft value at the wide receiver position in 2021 and who gets this award
7: so for the best draft value at wide receiver for 2021, if I told you the player that has earned the award was drafted after names like Robbie Anderson, Cortland Sutton, Kenny Golladay, you would tell me, boy, oh boy, that is value. Well, that is indeed the fact for Debo Samuel. What this player has done for fantasy football players, season-long DFS, for wagers, for props, for everything, he has changed the game. A lot of people claim, I'm going to change the game, changing the game. <laughs> Debo Samuel changed the game, and that is why he had the best value on the draft board. I promise you this. Next season, no one is sleeping on this player.
4: Yeah, and uh, the question is, Matt, I guess before we get to the next award, is that – Do we feel that he has earned enough uh, rushing attempts to give him the dual eligibility next year, like Corderell Patterson? Because if that is the case, like our buddy in baseball, Otani, I would think whatever value we're even talking about now with Debo is going to be at least a round or two higher if he gets that qualification.
7: Yeah, it increases exponentially. And that's something that you have to realize when you talk about changing the game. Also, the way people are drafting is going to change as well. Joe Pisapia talks about it all the time. I think he's led this charge, this horn, this call to value the wide receiver just as much, if not more, than the running back. A guy like Debo Samuel, I think in the future, we're going to start to see more and more players like this. But it's a great question to ask. Is he two players on a site? Is he one? All these questions remain.
4: Yeah, I I gotta have that qualification. Uh, I, I wanted it this year, Matt, but I didn't get that this year, so it didn't help me. Uh, okay, so uh, you know, you and I talked throughout the season about players that seem to be getting better, or you know, are they making the charge? Where are they going to be in 2022? So let's give out the award, Matt Striker, for the most improved wide receiver in fantasy football in 2021.
7: Well, in order to determine the most improved fantasy football wide receiver in 2021, we have to look at all the factors and then remove a lot of them. You have to look at the quarterback. You have to look at the scheme. You have to look at all the situations and remove it. And we're looking at the best receiver. We can look at numbers and we can look at year over year, but two players stand out to me in this category. And I know it's going to be controversial. I know at SportsGrid, at Sports Grid TV, I get it. You're going to hit me up and that's fine. One is CeeDee Lamb. Think about what CeeDee Lamb's been able to accomplish, given all the mouths around him that need to eat. Now, a lot of people say that CeeDee Lamb's productivity all depended on his quarterback's shoulder, and I get that, but let's remove that. The way he runs his routes, the way he positions himself and gets to the ball, and also look at his numbers, I think CeeDee Lamb is one. Two is another controversial one, because he could also be a huge letdown, Terry McLaurin. Look at what McLaurin had to endure. A lot of people had really high hopes. I was one of them for a lot of players on that team. What McLaurin had to overcome, he was still able to show us towards the end of the season shows me that there is more room, room for growth. And that makes me excited for 2022.
4: Yeah. I mean, Matt, the the only issue here is I I didn't, I wasn't prepared with two, you know, two belts or two trophies here. So (laughs) I I mean, I, I guess we'll just call it a tie for the most improved. Our first tie on our award show here, giving two wide receivers here, but look, I'm not going to argue with Matt Stryker. I'll end up in a headlock. We're going to give that award to CeeDee Lamb and to Terry McLaurin here on the show and just move on for my own safety. All right, so naturally, with all the positive awards, no one's going to walk to this podium, Matt, uh, to take a disappointing award. We know that. But it's got to be done here on our award show. So let's give out at wide receiver 2021 the biggest disappointment at wide receiver in fantasy football this past year what you got?
7: Well, with regards to disappointment, uh, I think we need to take a step back and, and soften the conversation, if we will, because I've heard a lot of people say Calvin Ridley is their biggest disappointment. I'm not going to say that because to me, there are things bigger than football. But uh, draft capital, that's how you look at a disappointment. Where did I draft this player and how did he end up? For me, it was Robbie Anderson. Man, oh man, a pit in my stomach. I really thought that reuniting with the familiarity of the quarterback and, and the system and everything that Robbie Anderson was really going to be a guy and he wasn't. And I guess I'm glad that I had some Mooney shares to kind of ease the pain, but Robbie Anderson was one of those guys. And speaking of Donald Mooney, I'm sure people out there maybe would say Allen Robinson also, but for me, biggest disappointment was Robbie Anderson, correct?
4: Yeah. Robbie Anderson, a uh, really good one. You know, the problem is Matt is that Uh, You know, I got I got I'm looking over to my right here and rushing the podium, uh, you know, like Kanye uh, is Julio Jones. He wants to grab that award from him, Matt, and take it home for himself for the biggest disappointment. I don't know if he qualifies or not. Should we get Julio out of here and and give it to Anderson? That's what I'm planning.
7: Well, no, because I think Julio Jones's entire body of work doesn't allow for the letdown. If you expected that, then, then there's something else. Robbie Anderson is the guy.
4: All right. Fair enough. You got to go. Thanks again. All right. Uh, Matt Stryker, thanks so much for coming on the show. You've been uh, great giving out some awards at at wide receiver, and I'm sure that you and I will be speaking very soon. Thanks for being part of our uh, program today. Thanks again.
7: Yeah, absolutely, man. It's a pleasure. And I hope everyone out there realizes if you're new to the game, uh, the work that everybody puts in, Craig, man, you're one of the reasons that I got into like fantasy baseball and stuff. So again, like a kid in a candy store. Thank you.
4: All right. No, thank you, Matt, for uh, for hosting with me all season long on our, of course, Fantasy Sports Today show. The great Matt Stryker here with us on the show. We've got plenty more to come on your 2021 award show. Got to start taking a look at 2022, who some players may be in, you know, future rounds, maybe some rookies that we will be looking to in the future. And, of course, we got to take a look at the tight end position. That's coming up next. We're going to bring in our buddy, George Kurtz, for our award show next. Who the best tight end was in fantasy football in 2021. we got the answer for you coming up. Right, right.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
6: You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter (laughs) or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. (laughs) Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw.
4: Welcome back to the 2021 Fantasy Football Award Show. Here on Sports Grid continues and of course we have to have our award show with the host of Fantasy Sports today, of course when I am in, sometimes when I am out, you hear them all over Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio the very popular and effervescent is the word that I would use. George Kurtz is here with us today to give out some awards here on the show. George, it is great to see you and uh End of the fantasy football season. It's time to take a look back at some of the things that we saw, and we're going to focus on tight ends today, George. You ready to go?
8: I'm ready to go. FFS, and I see you're using your word of the day calendar. Very good.
4: Yeah. I mean, uh, if I only had a calendar to use, then that would be great. All right. uh, So, George is here. Let's get right to it. And let's start off, George, and let's talk about the tight end position overall in 2021. Uh, Was it a success? Failure. What did you just think as far as players that were drafted that succeeded and failed? Did it live up to the expectations?
8: You know, I think tight end overall is one of the more difficult positions to figure out in fantasy because even coming into the season, think about it. Some people will, okay, you got draft Kelsey in the first round, gives you such a big advantage over everybody else. You know, and okay, who's your second favorite tight end? Is it Kittle? Is it Waller? You know, what about Andrews, who was disappointing last year, right? Andrews was dropping everything last year. So what are you going to do with him? Uh, and after that, is there anybody worth drafting after that what about kyle pitts you know the ballyhood uh young player who's going to set the world on fire what are we going to do with him you know is it going to be used that way or should we just wait till the end of the draft and just you know we'll take who's ever left you know sit, take somebody in round nine round ten round eleven maybe even stream tight ends if you don't want to you, you know there's just nobody uh all that sexy looking out there so i thought tight end was interesting coming in i think it was probably a little disappointing andrews ended up having a great year all right he was fantastic but we We were sort of down and coming in because he wasn't good last year. Waller got hurt. Kelsey, Kelsey had a good year, but he also disappeared for a couple of weeks, including one week during the playoffs, right, during our fantasy playoffs. That's a killer, right? Kittle got hurt a couple of times. He can't seem to stay healthy. So I had to think overall or have to believe overall that tight end was a little bit more disappointing than usual. Okay.
4: Well, fair enough, and we're going to get to that here in a second, but let's give uh, the first award. George, at the tight end position in fantasy football to the best fantasy football tight end in 2021. Who gets the award here on Fantasy Sports today, George?
8: Yeah, I got to go with Mark Andrews. I mean, he had a fantastic season. You didn't have to spend a first or second round pick on him. And you think about Baltimore. I mean, they didn't have much of a running game, right? All their running backs got hurt. Their wide receivers were underwhelming, to put it nicely. Yet Mark Andrews stepped up. He stepped up, and this, the defense had to know the ball was coming to him, had to know the ball was coming to him. He's getting all the defensive attention there, and he had a big season. So uh, I think Mark Andrews deserves this award. It's annoying to me because I had him in a bunch of leagues last year, and I was down on him this year. i like, you can't catch the ball. If I, if I would have seen him drop one more touchdown pass, I'd have probably thrown up last year. So this year I stayed away, and, of course, this is the year he has the big season. All right now i don't think i had him anywhere so disappointing for me but mark andrews i think stepped up this year and he gets your uh, your award for the top fantasy tight end
4: yeah and when tyler huntley was in uh, mark andrews was at his best and that was something that i think was surprising for most people so the best fantasy football tight end 2021 here on fantasy sports today award goes to mark andrews now let's give away another award george and uh you know best tight ends a little different from where you draft tight ends so for George Kurtz and for our Fantasy Sports Today Award show, who are we giving the best tight end draft value to in 2021?
8: Yeah, this is something now you could uh, – it's a, it's a fun debate point because what do you think? Uh, Mark Andrews had the most points. or Is he the best tight end? Well, no. Because, you know, let's just say if it giggles here, you drafted Andrews in the third round, well, you could have drafted another very good player in the third round and still got another tight end in, say, round 10. That had a good year, nowhere near what Andrews did, but you put those two players together, they give you more points than what Andrews and the secondary player gives you. So I think if you go over value here, what depending on what your definition of value, I'm gonna go to my Cowboys here. I don't know, Dalton Schultz. Yeah, you could have got him uh as the last tight end taken after the draft or whatever it might be. Schultz had 78 catches, 808 yards, eight touchdowns. No, it's not what Andrews had. Andrews had 500 more yards, uh, one more touchdown and about 30 more catches. That's why he's the best tight end. But like I said, you could have gotten Schultz at the very end of your last pick. You know, we didn't know what to make of Schultz here because Blake Jarwin was coming back for the Cowboys and he was their starting tight end before he tore his ACL uh, last year, game one or two. And then uh, Schultz took over here. We didn't know what to think here. You know, how the Cowboys were going to use him. Schultz, this is a, was a contract year for him. He's going to get a big deal for for some team. It won't be Dallas. They can't afford him. So he's going to get a big year. Played well in his contract year. I know that happens a lot. And it is annoying, by the way, when guys all of a sudden have great seasons in their contract year. they walk year. But he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. And he, uh, he should. As a Cowboy fan, I'll miss him. He did his job and he did it well.
4: Yeah. And, uh, and, and look, at the beginning of the season, George is absolutely right. He was an afterthought. He was someone that no one thought could do it again. But our award for best draft value at the tight end position in 2021 goes to Dallas Cowboys Dalton Schultz. All right. Now, another, I think, fascinating part of fantasy football is a player that went from nothing to something. So let's give out the 2021 most improved tight end in fantasy football. George, who you got?
8: Yeah, there's always a little tougher for me because uh, it depends on what criteria you're using here. uh, That most improved here. Once again, it's probably somebody we didn't expect much from right? But ended up doing some damage here. So I ended up going with Buffalo Bills tight end, Dawson Knox, another guy. We thought Schultz was not afterthought, the thoughts. So was Knox. I wasn't expecting much from him, but because of the improvement of Josh Allen, maybe because the running game wasn't working all that much, Knox became a fantastic red zone threat. And let's face it. If you don't have one of the big tight ends, what do you look for when you stream a tight end? Catch me a touchdown. Just get in the end zone. Catch me a touchdown. And Knox did that. He caught what? Oh, uh, we got here. He caught nine touchdowns. Nine. That's tied for the league uh, league lead. nice tied with Andrews. Tied with uh, Travis Kelsey. Nine touchdowns here. And I can't say this so much. If you were streaming tight ends, I know when I do this in leagues, if my top tight end got hurt, if I was playing the streaming end, all right, who's got a chance to get me a touchdown this week? It's the first thing I look at. I'm not expecting six cats for 90 yards. Well, no Titans really, or very few Titans are gonna do that. I want the touchdown. Knox was getting you touchdowns. And I think Knox next year, now will get into the top twelve. I think he'll be drafted. Once again, it won't be top eight. He'll be at the bottom of that list here, but Josh Allen's not going anywhere. Right? Josh Allen's one of our best quarterbacks in the league. He's probably top three in my mind as far as a fantasy quarterback, maybe even top two. So Josh Allen's gonna be throwing the ball a bunch. He likes Knox in the red zone. Dawson Knox will be most improved for me.
4: All right. Most improved tight end in fantasy football here on Fantasy Sports today is Dawson Knox in 2021. Well, naturally, we close it out. We go from the highs to the lows. Always got to be a bottom of the barrel. And uh, here, George, we're going to give an award away, not one that you want to win, but most disappointing tight end in fantasy football. I know that I was an owner, uh, a manager of uh, darren waller this season so that one sticks out for me i don't know who you have who you who are we giving this award to today here on the show
8: darren waller is at the top of my list i I don't see how we can't give him the award i know it's because of injury which means i i don't like giving this award to somebody who got hurt is it really fair he got hurt it wasn't like he didn't he underperformed he got hurt didn't play but even when he came back he didn't seem to be that same player he got hurt on thanksgiving but even before that he wasn't the same player he was the first couple of weeks for whatever reason where defense is trying to take him out because they they weren't afraid of Zay Jones or Hunter Renfro or it took those guys a little longer to really get in uh, in tune with uh, Derek Carr there. So I think it has to be Hunter Renfro, but there are some other guys as well here that you could look at. Uh, Hunter has to be Darrell Wall here. The other guys you could look at to me, Craig, Noah Fant. I think we would think yeah. about better things from him, especially with all the wide receivers there. I mean – He was sort of a, I mean, I understand Bridgewater, you know, wasn't the greatest quarterback on the planet, but with Patrick there, you know, Judy there, we just expected bigger things from Fant. Another guy I would look at, how about TJ Hawkinson? Mm, I mean, we were expecting him to be the number one target there, and he disappeared off the planet uh, this year. But I'll give the award, or I guess the negative award to Waller here, because Waller was probably, once again, third round pick. Fant and Hawkinson, even though we expected bigger things, you're probably talking round eight, round nine. You could have survived without them. You mentioned he hurt Walder hurt your team. He hurt a lot of teams. That's that's a struggle there. If you had Walder on your team and you lost, let's say, Christian McCaffrey, you're toast. You're not going to survive those two injuries. They're two of your top three picks gone. So that's why Walder hurts more than anybody else. You could survive Fant. You could survive Hawkinson. They weren't expected to be out of this world anyway. Walder was expected to be really, really good. The injury killed
2: him.
4: Yeah, and uh, and good suggestion there. Although he didn't win our award uh, for disappointment, was T.J. Hawkinson whose season ended early. But uh, you know, imagine having that conversation after the first few weeks of the season, where Hawkinson got off to that really good start with Detroit, but certainly finished, uh, you know, not as well as he did in 2020. No doubt about that. Uh, all right, George. Well, thanks for stepping to the podium and handing out some awards. We appreciate your participation here on our award show and. Uh, hopefully we'll get to do this again next year and give out some more. But thanks for weighing in on all of the tight ends
8: today here on the show. Uh, always my pleasure.
4: All right, the great George Kurtz, of course, with us here on our award show. And it continues right here on Sports Grid. We're giving out all of the awards on the show today for the 2021 fantasy football season, weighing in on every position in the NFL. And, of course, if you are just joining us here and you miss any part of our award show, you can always go to our YouTube channels and catch us on demand. We have a great channel there. Where we're posting content and video, and you can see who won and who did not win in all of our awards today. Also, on social media, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. That's at SportsGrid and at SportsGridTV. We'll tweet out the winners and losers of the 2021 Fantasy Football Awards as well. It's a great place to start if you're following our content here on sports grid we'll take a quick time out here on our award show but we have plenty more to come who are big winners in fantasy football in 2021 we'll have more coming
0: Reese's you did it! You stumped this charming devil.
6: You can make money the hard way, becoming a bullfighter, or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March twenty-first, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun...
4: Welcome back to our 2021 Fantasy Football Recap slash Award Show right here on SportsGrid. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SportsGrid and at TV for the latest news, notes, information, of course, picks against the spread, fantasy content, videos, everything that we're doing here on our network. You can find on social media at SportsGrid and at TV. Well, Davis, as we kind of close out our show here today in the 2021 format, it's sort of time to take a look at 2022 because it's going to be here before we know it. Uh, season ending in in fantasy football is always the page turning toward the 2022 fantasy football season best ball uh, you know football leagues are going to be available I know very soon too and you just kind of got to wade through a lot of the information which is fast and furious in a football offseason but thought it'd be a good exercise to take a look at the first two rounds as it stands right now of the 2022 season.
5: Well, you know, not only are they going to be available soon, they are they are available now. I have already hopped in my very first twenty twenty two fantasy football draft for the upcoming season. Uh, always helpful to do one, I think, right as the season is is pretty much ending. It's uh it's a nice little, you know, frozen frozen and ice challenge. We can I can look back at this in August and be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, so this is what uh this is what we thought was going to happen at the end of the 2021 season." Of course, guys are going to get injured, guys are going to change teams, so on and so forth, but uh this is our first look at, here at uh, at what the first two rounds of a draft might look like in 2022.
4: All right, so let's take a look at the first 6 picks, which would be 1 through 6 in the first round of a 2022 draft no surprise jonathan taylor is right at the top at running back from the indianapolis colts cooper cup is second we have derrick henry third of course he had an injury marred season last year jamar chase with a fantastic season we got him all the way near the top at number four i suppose we'll spend some time talking about christian McCaffrey here at five and then of course no surprise tyree kill going to be a first round pick in virtually every format so davison looking at this initially i don't think that a lot comes as a surprise except for that fifth overall pick in christian mccaffrey that's a bitter pill to swallow when you make that pick you just don't know what you're going to get
5: really well so you do know what you're gonna get uh when he's on the field and when McCaffrey is on the field he is the best player in fantasy he's gonna get 15 to 18 carries but more importantly seven eight nine ten eleven receptions I mean McCaffrey uh in his pomp is is not even close the best player in fantasy his 2019 season uh he had 287 rushes 15 rushing touchdowns, but most importantly, 142 targets and 19 total touchdowns. I Look, I I know he's been hurt. Uh, He has been banged up. He has played only 10 games in the last two seasons, but no player, not even Taylor, not even Henry, neither of them even offer what McCaffrey offers, which is when he's in there, 25 points. You are getting 25 points from Christian McCaffrey. Maybe you're getting 30. Maybe you're getting 40, depending on the touchdowns. No player is is close to him. You know we don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be like there in Carolina. We'll find out uh, eventually. But also he's played with a bunch of bad quarterbacks, and it really hasn't mattered. And Craig, I got to be honest with you, I'm sitting there. On the clock, and I can take a 26 year old Christian McCaffrey or a 29 year old Derrick Henry. Both of them were injured the year before. I got to be honest; I think I'm pressing the button on McCaffrey Mm -hmm. over Derrick Henry personally.
4: Yeah, I mean, I I I don't want to think it's a trend, but you know, Saquon Barkley went from one or two overall to about six to a little bit lower, and now we mean you're not going to find him in the first two rounds of any fantasy football draft next year, too. Uh, But look, that's part of the game. I had McCaffrey in a league last year. I have to just grin and bear it. Uh, You know, I did not think McCaffrey would be a top five pick. But as we look at the rest, sort of makes some sense. But if you want some stability, as we look through seven through 12, uh, Austin Eckler has been pretty rock solid through the years. No question a wide receiver. And then, of course, we have Devontae Adams coming off another great year. Dalvin Cook slips from the top five to the end of the first round here in Davis's top 12. Travis Kelsey right back as a first-round pick. We have now Justin Jefferson entering the conversation for a first-round pick. And, uh, and hey, the one player that's going pretty much exactly where he went a year ago, it feels like it, is Joe Mixon. He's like the only one. Everyone's either moved up or down.
5: Yep, Mixon pretty much did what you asked of him. I mean, really, the the thing with Mixon, very similar to McCaffrey, we were just asking him to stay healthy for an entire season. Um, You know, Mixon got banged up as a rookie. Mixon got banged up in his second year. He did stay healthy in 2019, and he gave you 1,400 yards and eight touchdowns. What was the big difference in 2021? Well, Joe Burrow, a lot better than Andy Dalton. Jamar Chase, a lot better than aged AJ Green. T Higgins a lot better than, you know, whoever I, I couldn't even name a second wide receiver on some of those old Bengals teams. The Bengals just moved the ball. Lots more touchdown opportunities. Uh, I think the Vikings guys are fairly interesting cook and Jefferson because that team has a new front office. That team is going to have a new head coach, a new offensive coordinator. It's going to be all different there. I could actually see those positions flip-flopping. If they hire a more aggressive, you know, kind of pass first head coaching or, or offensive coordinator guy, I could see Jefferson going ahead of dalvin cook but cook you know very similar to mccaffrey banged up uh each of the last two seasons missed four games this last year there also is a potential suspension looming with dalvin cook we'll see what happens there but he is again rock solid 18 carries a game four targets a game uh and uh for those of you who like to handcuff you know you know exactly who the handcuff is it's alexander madison and uh you know uh, eckler by the way basically did a Christian McCaffrey impression this season, working as a receiver and getting all those touchdowns as well. So I I do really like Eckler there.
4: All right, let's go uh, round two in fantasy football. So in a snake draft, this would be uh, the turn, as they would say in the second round. DeAndre Swift, of course, coming off a nice season, uh, got him at 13. Cam Akers looked strong toward the end of uh, the 2021 season, no doubt in the playoffs. Alvin Kamara at 15. A.J. Brown jumps into the top 20 this year at 16. Stephon Diggs at 17. And then, of course, Javante Williams, who, when he touched the ball, looked fantastic for the Denver Broncos this past season, Davis.
5: Absolutely. Uh, Now, obviously, there's a little bit of projecting here, either assuming that Melvin Gordon is going to be on a different team or that Melvin Gordon is gonna be in a smaller role than he was, that you know, potentially maybe it doesn't even matter if you get a, a better quarterback in there. Probably Javante with a 60-40 split with Melvin Gordon can still get in here. Um loving I'm I'm gonna love AJ Brown at this price. Gonna love Alvin Kamara at this price too. By the way, you know, no Sean Payton, who knows what happens with their quarterback situation, but I'm gonna be hammering Alvin Kamara here for certain. Diggs is the name I think he probably gonna have some trouble with because he really was he just was worse this year than he was last season. And really, when you come down to it, it's just that he didn't catch as many passes. He actually scored, you would be surprised, scored more touchdowns in 2021 than he did in 2020. However, he was targeted 166 times last year, 164 times this season, but caught in 2020. 76% of his passes caught 62% of his passes this most recent year. I literally think it's as easy as... Diggs got a little lucky in 2020, a little unlucky in 2021. The other interesting wrinkle there is who knows how high Gabe Davis can get in some of these drafts, right? I mean, the guy just had 200 yards and four touchdowns in a playoff game. I don't think Emmanuel Sanders at 35 years old will be back with the team. So uh, Gabe Davis could go very, very high in drafts. Yeah,
4: definitely could see that happening, especially as the uh, summer goes on. Uh, okay, so let's close out the second round in in our uh, projection here for 2022. We've got Debo Samuel here at 19, Najee Harris at 20, uh, Davis, I can't wait to see Davis click on this name, Saquon Barkley, there's no way you're doing this, at 2021, uh, 21. Antonio Gibson very much up and down uh, last year, and then of course we have George Kittle and then CeeDee Lamb closing out the uh the top 24 you're you're gonna click on that Barkley name huh at 21 I'm gonna wait to see that happen I'm gonna I'm gonna look forward to that this uh spring and summer
5: no won't be me I will be I will be selecting wide receivers over Najee I will be selecting wide receivers over Barkley I will probably be selecting wide receivers over Antonio Gibson I actually looked this up Craig I was astonished could not believe that this was true Antonio Gibson got the fourth most carries in the NFL this season. I mean, I I literally, I thought the website, I thought pro football reference was lying to me. I thought no way that was true. But 258 carries, that was more than Kamara, more than Zeke, more than Chubb, more than Henry, more than David Montgomery, et cetera, et cetera, and so on and so forth. I mean, he did get the ball a ton, but, um, So, look, if if they get a better quarterback, you know, who knows what happens there. And they're just, there's very little talent on that Washington football team offense. But if they did sign a couple difference makers, you know, who knows? Um, Kittle, I will probably be interested in. And then Seedy, I think, is fascinating because. Do you like him more if Amari Cooper leaves? Or do you like him less if Amari Cooper leaves? You know, I think there certainly is an argument that someone like Lamb does benefit from the defenses having to pay attention to other fantastic wide receivers. But Lamb also went through these stretches in 2021 where he just wasn't getting the ball. I mean, he had multiple games with three targets, two targets. And, I mean, I, I guarantee you, I, I would bet my bottom dollar that if Amari Cooper is replaced in free agency by – you know a a more average player lamb's volume very similar to what justin jefferson does in minnesota just gonna go way up and and i feel like people maybe are a little burnt by lamb i mean at the end of the day he was fine this year but 1100 yards and six touchdowns is less than you would have expected from him and the same thing with barkley i think barkley is basically going to come down to the same thing with McCaffrey, which is that he's been awful it hasn't been fun to roster him but he just gets the ball so much and works in the passing game so much that yep. you just kind of have to take the chance on him.
4: Yeah, I won't, but yes, I know some people will. Uh, let me circle back here real quick as we close this out. So Najee Harris is at 20. Harris will be going into his second season. And if I'm not mistaken, this is sort of the range maybe a little bit later than he was going in in drafts uh, last year. Uh, last thing, Davis, on 2022. Do you think between now and the time that we uh, get past the NFL draft in uh, late April, May, that we will see any offensive rookie in the first two rounds that will jump in? Because obviously we're doing this now before the draft. you think there's a chance that that would change? Will somebody get drafted and jump in here?
5: You know, I I don't really see it because I don't think that there is going to be a first round running back this year. Some of the guys who would be available, Brees Hall from Iowa State, Isaiah Spiller, who went to Texas A&M. Kenneth Walker, of course, had that great season for Michigan State. But what would have to happen is, you know, uh, they would have to be taken in the first round, maybe really highly in the second round, sort of like when the Colts took Jonathan Taylor. But I don't I don't think that any of these guys are sort of that brand of, you know, perceived by the NFL as like a generational talent. You know, Jacobs, Henry, Barkley, et cetera. I, maybe, maybe... Brees Hall. I, I would say maybe Brees Hall, but I think it's unlikely at best.
4: Yeah, I mean, the only team that, that seemingly has that, you know, monster hole at the running back position with the offense to go along with it, uh, and again, with so much fluidity going on, would be the Buccaneers. If, if I think if a running back, a rookie, running, yep. and, and they, you know, let go of everybody else, all those guys are not under contract except for Vaughn. So that may potentially be uh, a player. One player also I wanted to mention, uh, for me, right outside the top 24, I mentioned him in the in uh, the earlier part of the show. Not my favorite player, but certainly he was drafted in the second round of fantasy football drafts last year. If uh, J.K. Dobbins is 100% healthy and has no competition, I can imagine that, that he'd be in this conversation as well. All right, when we come back, our MVPs of the 2021 fantasy football season. Davis and I will have them next as we close out our award show. Great, great
0: Reese's you did it! You stumped this charming devil.
6: You can make money the hard way, becoming a bullfighter, oh. or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Oh. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.
4: Well, unfortunately, we don't have some hokey drum roll here at the end of the show. But if we did, we'd be playing one right now because it's time for us to give out our 2021 Fantasy Football Most Valuable Player. And as we wrap up the show. Davis, let's start with you. Who is your MVP from the 2021
5: season? So I think the only candidates are Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, and Mark Andrews. I don't think anyone else can apply my fantasy football mvp is not cooper cup it is jamar chase and the reason why is you needed jamar chase on your team to win a million dollars if you were playing in uh you know the big best ball tournaments in any of the high stakes tournaments you had to have jamar chase in the final week of the regular season uh because he he absolutely lost his mind against kansas city and then had a massive game against the raiders so if you didn't have him you weren't advancing, and obviously, you know, six-round pick with 1,400 yards and 13 touchdowns, absolutely unbelievable performance from Mr. Chase.
4: No question. Great, great receiver. Happy I have him in my uh, Dynasty League, no doubt. All right, well, at the beginning of the fantasy football season, uh, Davis Maddock was looking at old man Craig Mish and said, why, why does he keep talking up Debo Samuel so much? This, this doesn't make sense. I mean, what's going on here? I'm looking at the fantasy industry. No one's talking about this guy. I went on Ball. They're like, who's your number one pick? I'm like, it's Debo Samuel, my buddies. I'm telling them all to take Debo Samuel. I mean, my gosh, this was like the best pick I've ever had in fantasy football. At least Davis knows (laughs) next season that I know at least 10% of what I'm talking about. Debo was the MVP of the year. The only regret, of course, is that he didn't qualify at running back for me. That will definitely be a topic of conversation as we move forward, So. Uh, Again, Debo Samuel was my guy all season long for the San Francisco 49ers. That'll do it for the show. Thank you, of course, to Joe Pizapia and Matt Stryker and George Kurtz and, of course, our producer, Brett Levy, and our friends at LTN and Danny on the graphics. For my co-host, Davis Matic, I'm Craig Mish. This has been our 2021 Fantasy Football Award show. Keep it locked here on SportsGrid and SportsGrid.com. Great, great